Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for episode 18 of Way Back When, looking back at some of the best music from 1987, and we have an absolutely incredible song to start things off.
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 18, as I look back at some of the best music from 1987, and you just heard the final countdown, definitely the most known song from the Swedish rock band Europe. It was written by Joey Tempest, and it was based on a keyboard riff he made in the early 1980s, with lyrics actually inspired by Space Oddity by David Bowie. Like I said, I wouldn't exactly call Europe a one-hit wonder, but Final Countdown is definitely one of their most well-known songs, and it's a phenomenal song. Well, good evening to you all. I hope that you have had a fantastic week as always, and I hope that this has been the first of two wonderful days for your weekend. Of course, I always enjoy presenting you this show, and I'm really looking forward to tonight because I have some incredible music to play for you. We're going to kick things off after Final Countdown with Bad by Michael Jackson. Bad was written as the second single from Jackson's studio album of the exact same name. It was written and composed by him himself, and it was extremely well received. It reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and remained there for two weeks, and it was Jackson's eighth number one on the chart itself. Massive, massive achievement there. It's been uh, considered one of Jackson's signature songs up there with Thriller, Beat It, and Billie Jean. Smooth Criminal was also released on this album, but I decided to play Bad instead because I think it has more of a kick to it, and I think it's more well-known and more associated with Michael Jackson just slightly. So, Bad by Michael Jackson is coming up next on Way Back When, episode 18. This is Tune FM 106.9. Watch your mouth. 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is episode 18 of Way Back When, and you just heard Bad by Michael Jackson off of the studio album of the same name, an incredible song. We're going to stick with the pop genre for a second here and turn to a bit of dance pop, and that is Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, of course, a fantastic artist who is sadly no longer with us. She passed away in 2012, aged only 48, which was incredibly tragic. One of her best songs and one of her most well-known songs would come out in 1987, I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Me. It's the first single from her album, Whitney, creative name, I know. It received mixed reviews from critics at the time, but has since come to be known after the fact nowadays as more of a successful song and more of a well-written song. It's certainly very catchy. It did exceptionally well on the charts, shooting to number one in numerous different countries, including here in Australia and on the Billboard Hot 100, and it's been covered by numerous, numerous artists throughout the years so I'm going to play it for you right now to keep things going along on this amazing year I have to compact the songs together I can't speak too too much about each one because there is so much music to get through and all of it is fantastic Whitney Houston's I Wanna Dance With Somebody is coming up next on Way Back When episode 18 you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9 UNE's student powered radio
You just heard I Wanna Dance With Somebody by Whitney Houston, and you're listening to episode 18 of Way Back When, looking back at some of the best music from 1987. And again, I am so glad that you are here listening to this show. I absolutely love presenting it to you, and I have I hope that you have had a fantastic week as I have. I was able to pick up a new car, which has made me pretty, pretty happy, as you can imagine. I no longer have to taxi or bus or foot it everywhere, which is always nice. And as always, I hope that your night has been fantastic. I hope that this show will help it to be a little bit more fantastic and I hope that for the rest of the night it is equally as fantastic. I'm turning away from Whitney Houston now to a band Cutting Crew. Now English cutting uh, English band Cutting Crew was a pop rock band. I say was because they're not too too active today although they did release an EP this year and this song was definitely, I'd call them a one hit wonder in fact. They had a few more hit songs but this was definitely their biggest and most successful. I Just Died In Your Arms it's an incredible song and I know that anyone who has been a fan of Cutting Crew will absolutely know this song and even if you haven't it's been in so many tv shows so many movies and it's been played so much you'll probably recognize part of it when it comes on so it was released as a lead single from their studio album it was released in 1986 in the united kingdom although it was actually released in 87 to the rest of the world it did very very well on the charts reaching number one on the billboard hot 100 making it to number eight here in australia and interestingly enough the song is rumoured to be about a man cheating on his girlfriend. Make of that whatever you will. It was re-recorded this year and released as a and released uh, released on their compilation album "Ransomed, Healed, Restored, Forgiven" as an orchestral incarnation, which I think is pretty damn cool. They also released a brand new music video for the song uh, this year as well on YouTube. So go and check that out after the show. For now, though, please enjoy "I Just Died in Your Arms" by Cutting Crew on Way Back When, episode eighteen. You're listening to Tune FM on one hundred six point nine.
You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9, and that was I Just Died in Your Arms by Cutting Crew on episode 18 of Way Back When. Coming up next, we have a bit of pop punk rock with Billy Idol. So Billy Idol would release in 1987 a single, Sweet 16, that would be from his third studio album, Whiplash Smile, which was still a very, very good, uh, good album, but Sweet 16, definitely the highlight as far as I'm concerned. I'm just going to play it for you right now. Let me know what you think. Sweet 16 by Billy Idol, up next on Way Back When, episode 18. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Oh, sweet 16 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM way back when, episode 18, as I look back at some of the best music from 1987, and you just heard Sweet 16 by Billy Idol. Sweet 16, a really nice little ballad, a little soft rock ballad, and it was based on the true story of Edward Leedskalin, a Latvian emigrant who built the Coral Castle in Florida. He was set to marry Agnes Skufst in Latvia, but she broke off the engagement and he decided to emigrate to America. He dedicated the Coral Castle to Skufst, who he referred to as his Sweet Sixteen, and Idol actually based the song on his longtime then-girlfriend Perry Lister, which was quite sweet. And it was a different song when you look at Billy Idol's career, and I think it's one of his best. I really do enjoy it. Coming up next on Way Back When, I have a song that a lot of people like to uh, point out as an example of changing generational uh, tastes. And that is a song by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Old Time Rock and Roll. It was a, a sentimentalised look back at the music of the original rock and roll era of the 40s and 50s, and Seger has cited it as his favourite song. It's a fantastic song, and it really does, it can be used anytime, because I know I don't have a very high opinion of most of the music that comes out nowadays, and I prefer old school sort of stuff, so I like to hold this song up as an example of what I like to think about certain things. But pl- I really do think you're going to enjoy this one it's very very catchy it's a very very rock and rolly sort of song and it is a bit of a throwback to the eras of the 40s and 50s i really do think you're going to enjoy it though so please right now on way back when episode 18 please enjoy old time rock and roll by bob seger and the silver bullet band you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 18, and that was Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Coming up next, we have Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi, which is an absolutely fantastic song off of the Slippery When Wet album. Slippery When Wet was released in 1986 and became an instant commercial success. It spent eight weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 200 chart, and it was named as the top-selling album of 1987. It was the band's best-selling album to date and has been certified 12 times platinum, making it one of the 100 best-selling albums of all time. Last week I played You Give Love a Bad Name, and this week there's going to be two songs from the album, the first one coming up next, Wanted, Dead or Alive. The reason I wanted to include this one is it is a very, very good song, a nice hard rock song, but it was number it, re- it peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100, which was important as it became the third song from the album to reach the top ten of the Hot 100, making Slippery When Wet the very first hard rock album to have three top ten hits on the Hot 100, which is absolutely incredible. Like I said, this is the sort of music that I really, really do enjoy, harking back to old-time rock and roll. Not a big fan of today's music, but very much liking sort of old-school stuff. Interestingly enough, there's a bit of a link between Bon Jovi and Bob Seger. During a 2008 performance in Detroit, Bon Jovi told the crowd about running into Bob Seger at a Pistons game. As he introduced the song, he personally said that it was inspired by Seger's Turn the Page song and called it the band's anthem, which no doubt was a nice moment for both of them. Coming up then, please enjoy a fantastic song by Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 18 on Chin FM 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Wanted, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi, an absolutely fantastic song from their album Slippery When Wet. Coming up next, we have another power rock sort of pop song. This time it's here in Australia. It's the Hoodoo Gurus, a band that really should have been bigger than they actually became. They are a classic example of an Australian band that really should have made it big overseas. They were fantastic. In 1987, they would release the album Blow Your Cool, and it would include what's my scene which is what i'm going to play for you right now dave faulkner would certify this song as one of his favorites that he has written it's a fantastic song very very catchy and if you haven't heard any of hoodoo gurus and if you haven't heard this song i really do think you're going to enjoy this one it is a fantastic song So What's My Scene is going to be coming up. Before that, though, I do want to point out the little link to the NRL. As everyone knows that knows me, I'm a huge fan of the NRL. And between 2003 to 2007, the NRL would use a variation of this song called That's My Team. It was essentially um, the Hoodoo Gurus would rewrite the lyrics to fit into NRL Lingui- like linguistics and feature NRL sort of language and terms and That's My Team became the official theme song of the NRL for quite some time. It was a really, really fantastic song. I'm not going to be playing that though, but do go and check it out if you can. It is fantastic but I am going to play What's My Scene the original by the Hoodoo Gurus coming up next on Way Back When, episode 18. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Way Back When, episode 18, and you just heard the incredibly catchy song by the Hoodoo Gurus, What's My Scene? I'll say it again, Hoodoo Gurus are an exceptional band that really should have had more success than they did. Sticking on the old sort of theme of power songs, rock songs, with a bit of pop mixed in, I'm going to switch to Choir Boys, another Australian group, in fact. The Australian hard rock group, the Choir Boys, were formed in 79, and they would release in 1987, Big Bad Noise, an album that peaked at number five on the charts, and was actually the 21st highest selling album of 1987 here in Australia. And they had a song from that album, Run to Paradise. It has, It is well known here in Australia. It is a very, very fantastic song. A very good example of pub rocks, of, of a pub rock song, I feel. It appeared on the Billboard Hot 100, funnily enough, in 1989 when it was released in, uh, when it was released in the US, which is quite significant. And there's not really much else I can say about it. It's just a fantastic song that I really do think you're going to enjoy. Run to Paradise by the Choir Boys coming up next. Feel free to sing along if you know it. It's a very catchy song and it's very easy to sing along too. It makes me think of Wanderlust. It makes me think of the extremely strong desire I have within me to get in my car and just drive to a wonderful location in Australia anywhere. A good old-fashioned road trip. I think this is a song that deserves to be on every road trip playlist. Run to Paradise by the Choir Boys coming up right now on Way Back When, Episode 18. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 18, and that was the Choir Boys with Run to Paradise, a fantastic young Australian song. Coming up next, we turn back to Kiss. Now, I know that Kiss had a fairly sporadic handful of hits in the 80s, very much a band of the late 70s, but they still had quite a few hit songs throughout the 80s. You just had to find them throughout a lot of filler. One of those such songs came from the Crazy Crazy Nights album released in 87, and it is the title song Crazy Crazy Nights. It only peaked at number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100. It became the highest charting single in the UK, peaking at number four. Here in Australia, it actually didn't chart as best as I can tell, but it is a song that is still played for live crowds even to this day. I actually heard it live on Kiss's tour in 2013 here in Australia alongside Motley Crue, and it was a regular staple at the group's concerts up until Eric Carr's death in November of 91, but it would return to the set list of the tour before that 2013 tour and has been performed occasionally ever since. It is the only song from the band's Crazy Nights album to be performed live, so that certainly says something about the quality of this particular song. Oh, I just, I'm really quite excited that we've still got a lot more songs to get through tonight, and they are all fantastic. I'm a really, 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 really ex- excited person to be playing tonight's show for you. I think it's one of the best ones I've done. Let's keep the fantastic music going with Crazy Crazy Nights by Kiss. Coming up next on Way Back When, Episode 18, you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Whoa! Change me. 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. I do sincerely apologise for that technical glitch before. We had a little bit of a glitch in the system. That's why I was suddenly cut off. So, well, it goes without saying that the next song was going to be Beds Are Burning by Midnight Oil. But I just want to talk super quickly about Diesel and Dust, the album that Beds Are Burning was on, because I wanted to talk about it uh, before Beds Are Burning played, obviously, it sort of glitched out on me. So Diesel and Dust was one of the most critically lauded albums of 1987. It was, as a matter of fact, it is considered to this day still one of, if not the best Australian albums ever released. It's a concept album about the struggles of Indigenous Australians and their environmental causes, issues that are very important to Midnight Oil. It drew inspiration from the Blackfella Whitefella tour of remote Indigenous communities that Midnight Oil undertook in 1986, and the album peaked at number one on the Australian music chart, the album's chart, for six long weeks. It was an incredible album. I do recommend that you go and listen to it because every song is important and every song has a very important message. So, the, as a matter of fact, it was so powerful and so strongly written about Indigenous Australians and their issues that there were concerns about it appealing to white urban audiences, which is extremely controversial and something that obviously a lot of people still struggle with to this day, especially Indigenous communities. So... The song Beds Are Burning was released as the first track and it reached number one in the New Zealand's, uh, South Africa and Canada while heading to the top ten of charts all across the world. It was written about, uh, to quote Peter Garrett directly, it was about how said populations such as Aboriginal communities, especially remote Aboriginal communities, were forcibly removed from their lands. So that's where the uh, lyrics come from. So it was a very, very powerful song when it was released, and it remains a very powerful song to this day. I did want to talk a little bit more about Diesel and Dust, but I don't want to get too clogged down between songs. So I'll move on to Slippery When Wet once more for the next song and last song that I'm going to play from that album tonight, Living on a Prayer. I know a lot of people would have expecting it, but how could I f- how could I leave this out? It's a classic song. It's a fantastic Bon Jovi song, and it was an instant commercial success. It spent eight weeks at the number one on the Billboard 200 chart, as I said before, and every song still holds up to this day. It's a really, really incredible song, and it is definitely probably Bon Jovi's best album. So with that being said, I don't want to ramble too, too much on, especially since I spoke about Diesel and Dust so much. I really do think you should go and listen to both albums, Slippery Room Wet and Diesel and Dust. They are both two fantastic albums, one by an international artist, one by a fantastic Australian artist, and you should absolutely go and support them because they're just fantastic. And Midnight Oil especially, their Diesel and Dust album, I don't really have much more I can say about it. It's just phenomenal. It's just absolutely phenomenal, and every issue is still an important one that we need to address today because, to be quite frank, we haven't, and that is terrible. Living on a Prayer, however was one of the singles from Slippery When Wet, of course, and it's become one of the most po- It's become a meme. Of course, you may have seen the memes. People take the lyrics and modify them to still retain the rhyme. The band received their second consecutive Billboard number one hit on this uh, with this uh, single after You Give Love a Bad Name, of course. It is considered the band's signature song, topping fan-voted lists across the world and recharting across the world, funnily enough, decades after its release. So with that being said, with all of that being said... There's really not too much more I can say except just enjoy it because it's a phenomenal song and I really, really do think you're going to get a big kick out of it. Feel free to sing along, scream as loud as you can. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi coming up next on Way Back Way in episode 18. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
That was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, their signature song and the uh, the one of the singles off of the Slippery When Wet album. And for that to be your signature song, you can't complain about that. That is a fantastic song. I was doing a little jig just listening to it here in the studio, and I hope that you guys were singing along to it at home. It's a fantastic song. We've only got a few more songs left for tonight's show, but I really do hope that you have enjoyed it. Of course, I have thoroughly enjoyed bringing it to you. I always enjoy this part of the week, presenting this show, and I was looking forward to tonight because a lot of the so- well, all of the songs on tonight's show I really do love. I think they were all fantastic. Going to Australia now, we're going back to Australia and I'm going to talk a little bit about Ice House. Ice House I have played on this show before when they did Great Southern Land, a fantastic song all about Australia. In 1987, they would release their sixth studio album, Man of Colours. The album would peak at number one on the Australian album charts for 11 weeks and it sold over 700,000 copies. As a matter of fact, it was lauded in Australia, winning two ARIA awards for highest selling album and album of the year, funnily enough. It would have three, it would have five. Five singles, excuse me, Nothing Too Serious, Man of Colours, My Obsession, and Crazy. It would also spawn the song that I'm going to play next, my personal opinion, my favourite song from this particular album, probably my favourite Ice House song, right up there with Great Southern Land. This song was played by Ice House at the Firefight Australia Festival for Bushfire Relief earlier this year in February, you know, back when bushfires was the only thing we had to worry about. But it still holds up to this day. It's a really, really catchy song. It's a really, really, it's a song that you can easily sort of slip into. And I don't know if that makes much sense, but it's a song that you can easily get into the mood for just by listening to the first few bars. It's a really, really fantastic song. It's in my playlist, as a matter of fact. It's in my daily playlist. And it was so popular, it actually made it up to number seven on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, which is quite, which is quite successful for an Australian artist. That's not ACDC, I mean. And it's for Australia, of course. It made it to number one here in the charts, and it became the eleventh, I think, eleventh on the year-end charts for 1987. Just in case you were wondering. So, with that being said, I'm going to play for you now one of Ice House's best hits, "Electric Blue," an incredible Australian 80s song. Come and enjoy some pop and rock with us with "Electric Blue" on 106. You're listening to episode 18 of Way Back When.
Listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Electric Blue by Ice House, one of the best songs from 1987, in my humble opinion, and one of the best songs from Ice House's career. Little interesting note about that song that I didn't mention before it was co written by Ivor Davies, of course, the frontman of Ice House, and John Oates of the US band Hall of Notes that have actually been on this show before many, many weeks ago. The songwriting duo and song, uh, and duo, in fact, Hall of Notes. Daryl Hall and John Oates um, is who I'm referring to there, of course. And as a matter of fact, they only be- he only became involved with Ivor Davies after contacting him to state that he was a fan of Davies's work and of Icehouse. The resulting collaboration produced Electric Blue. Ivor Davies and John Oates were the two songwriters, and Oates has gone on the record as saying that if Davies had not released the song under Icehouse, he would have released it under Hall and Oates, which is an interesting little bit of trivia for you. Moving on to another Australian artist, this is the second to last song on Way Back When tonight, and I know that you're probably thinking, okay what's going to be the song the show ended tonight before that however i want to play another fantastic australian song by john farnham it was released in 1986 as a single ahead of his album whispering jack which would come out in 1987 obviously this particular song was one of the biggest hits in 1987 and 1986 it topped the australian charts for seven weeks and it became in one single of the year at the aria awards of 1987 it is a power ballad it is one of his biggest successes in europe it charted obviously at number one here in australia off also charted at number one in germany and sweden it has been covered a few times it has been used in several TV commercials and it is very well known across Australia constantly used at sporting events I'm pretty sure you know what I'm referring to but I just want to draw it out a little bit more it is so popular in fact that it re-entered the singles chart more than 25 years after it was originally released thanks to a 2012 Ford TV commercial yeah you've definitely got it I know a lot of Australians love singing this song it's a fantastic tune of Australia I almost made it the show closer something just beat it to the punch but for what it is a phenomenal Australian song I really do hope that you enjoy it sing it loud and sing it proud here's John Farnham's You're the Voice on 106.9 Tune FM listening to Way Back When 1987 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was You're the Voice by John Farnham, of course, an incredible Australian artist and a fantastic Australian song. As a matter of fact, it ranked number six on the Triple M Ozist 100 of the most Australian songs of all time. I thought it would finish higher. I'm actually a bit surprised by that, but there you go. So we've reached the end of another episode of Way Back When. As always, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone that's tuned in at any point over the last hour or so. I really do hope that you have had as much fun listening to this show as I have presented, as I have in presenting it, and I really do hope that the rest of your weekend is fantastic and stress-free. Of course, that's something we could all do with uh, during current events, but with that being said, I will leave you with one last song. I hope that you have a fantastic night, and I hope that the next week is as enjoyable for you as possible. Don't forget to tune in same time next week, Saturday night at 7pm, for the best of 1988, the 19th episode of Way Back When, counting down the top uh, the top songs, well not really counting down, just presenting the top songs from, across, uh, from the 50 years of FM's existence and don't forget you'll be able to catch up every episode of way back when on our podcasting system just search tune fm way back when in spotify and we will come up with that being said i know a lot of people might be thinking how could you not have you're the voice a classic australian song or electric blue a fantastic australian song not end how could you not have one of those songs close the show and the short answer is there was just one song that came out in 1987 that has just topped all others 1987 was a fantastic year for music as you can tell by my excitement to presenting the show tonight definitely my favorite show that i've done so far because of the music that because of the music that was involved tonight but one song just stood out head and shoulders above the rest it won so it's won so many hearts across its time it's a fantastic ballad not really a ballad in fact more of a power pop song people absolutely love it it was actually a meme for a little while uh which is quite interesting when a song transitions over to meme culture it's been done before but not as successfully as this song it's genuinely one of the best songs i've ever heard it's right up there with bohemian rhapsody a bit of a dance pop song coming up next the artist who sang it is still active to this day, and this will go down as his magnum opus, potentially the best song of 1987, one of the best songs of all time, right up there on the same level with Bohemian Rhapsody. Are you ready to hear one of the best songs in existence? I think you are. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll speak with you again next week. I have been Ben. I will wish you all a fantastic week and night. For now, though, please enjoy the best song to come out in 1987. This has been Way Back When, episode 18, and I hope that you have a wonderful night.